This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. I'm really delighted to welcome you to this inland area of uh, California. At the turn of the last century, you probably know better than I that this was one of the most affluent uh, areas in the whole country. As a matter of fact, Riverside City had the highest per capita income in all of the United States. And the reason for this was the flourishing citrus industry. 106 years ago, under pressure from local producers, the University of California established the Riverside Research Station. From its vantage point on the slopes of Mount Rubidoux, overlooking the orange groves of the city of Riverside, a small group of scientists worked on growers' problems with growth patterns, fruit quality, diseases, and pests. And we continue to do that today. And in the process, they developed numerous new strains of citrus, avocado, and other cash crops. I must also share that, although I'm not from Philadelphia, I am from the Bronx. And I did learn never to say in Riverside oranges. Now I know to say citrus. So I'm much more, I'm much more inclusive. Uh, this work is really a perfect embodiment of the original land-grant mission, which espoused learning in the agricultural arts that would be then transmitted to farmers at the field level. So it's quite a history, and uh, that is the beginning of uh, University of California at Riverside. Our special guest tonight, see him back there, one of my faculty members, uh, knows quite a lot about agriculture at the field level. Juan Felipe Herrera spent his young days traveling from crop to crop with his itinerant farm worker parents. And as he grew, he too went out with his parents and his brothers to work in the fields. As he will tell you himself, in those days, he did not start out to be a speaker or a writer, or much less a poet or a professor. But at one point, his parents stopped traveling long enough for Juan Felipe to finish high school and to be accepted to UCLA, the first person in his family to go to college. He completed a bachelor's in social anthropology, followed by a master's from Stanford and a master of fine arts from the University of Iowa Writers Workshop. After a rather interesting journey, and you might share that, with the group through academic institutions and poetry, pro poetry programs, he landed at UCR in 2005 to assume the Tomas Rivera Chair in Creative Writing. During his career, he has published about 30 books as well as scripts and other creative works. He was elected to the Board of Chancellors of the Academy of American Poets, received a UC Berkeley Regents Fellowship and the Guggenheim Fellowship in Poetry, as well as fellowships from the National Endowment of, for the Arts and the California Arts Council. Last year, the governor picked Juan Felipe to be California Poet Laureate. Here is Professor Juan Felipe Herrera, poet, writer, migrant farm worker. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chancellor. Great to see you. It's great to see you. Thank you so much. It's a great pleasure to be here. And I want to thank President Yudoff and Chancellor Connolly and all of you. So let's have a big poetry hand for everybody here with a lot of spirit. <laughs> That's right. 
And you know, uh, another big hand for thinking about the future and the near, the near present regarding food and hunger and the land and how to grow it and how to make sure it's fertile and creative. It has a lot of bees in it, good cheese, good quesadilla. So another big mano for all of you once again. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is a pleasure to be here. A uh, new experience for me. This is the way it's been for me all year. And as of March last year, when Governor Brown appointed me, it was so so good of him and the panels and the California Arts Council. And President Udolf had also called on me earlier to be a judge for a major national poetry contest. So I, I really appreciate everyone for all your support throughout California. Everybody say California. <laughs> Everybody say quesadillas. <laughs> Oh, it was a very sweet life to grow up on the road and to grow up as a farm worker. It's, it's kind of hard to talk about it as a sweet life, and yet it was a very sweet life. As you know, it's very hard work. Uh, the earth is, is the earth, and uh, all the little bacterias are the little bacterias, and all the little seeds are the little seeds, and all the little animals are the little animals. So it's, it's, a, it's an art to bring it all together, for it to flourish. And, and you are the artists in this world. Uh, for all of us to survive. And my parents were workers and singers and dreamers and uh, very hard human beings that lived on the earth to, to actually make it happen and, and raise me with stories and, and poems and songs on the road and ballads with guitar and my father's harmonica. Remember the harmonicas? Remember the harmonica in the fields and the harmonica in the evenings? and the guitar around the fire and the storytelling, well, that's, that's how I grew up. And the tractors, those, those big giant tractors of the 50s, remember those tractors? Well, my father used to work those big giant tractors of the 50s. And those tents, those are the tents I lived in. And those roads, those, those trails, and those brand new fresh little flowers, and the chamomile, and the spearmint, and, and the wood burning, and the wood crackling and whistling. Remember that whistling of the wood as it burns in the morning, and the, and the blue smoke rises, and, and the fresh smell of tomatoes, and all that beautiful plant life? Well, that's, that's where I began as, as, a, as a human being with songs and plants and, and the animals and the cows giving birth across the corral and the horses wobbling on their little new horsey legs as they were being born as well. That's, that's, those are the images of my early uh, first-time landscapes and my, and my almost my album where I learned, oh, those are the little caballitos and those are the little vaquitas, the little horses and the little cows. And this is hierbabuena and this is spearmint and this is alfalfa. And these are the jalapenos and the pumpkins and the banana squash and the little roosters that would run after me and jump on my back because they knew I was afraid of them. <laughs> you don't want to let on to a rooster that you're afraid of the rooster. <laughs> Isn't that right? That rooster will know it. He goes, I'm watching that. I'm watching you, Juanito. I'm watching you. You see that line right there? You cross that line, you're mine. <laughs> and that was, that was the roosters. So I jump on my back and peck on my head. And that's how it was. Uh, and that's what gave me the inspiration to be a writer and, and the words and the images. How do you write? Why did you become a poet? How do you become a poet? Well, with the earth, the earth and its many fruits and my parents and their many stories. That's all you need. That's all you need. 
So I'm very happy to be here with you after all these years of working in the same world and the same on the same uh, land in the same landscape. And uh, I have the poetry as a gift from the land and from my mother and my father who crossed uh, the border uh, before the Mexican Revolution. My father was born in 1882. And my mother in 1907. To give you an idea of the kind of stories I grew up with. The harmonica, the guitar. Let, let me read you. I have a number of projects as, as Poet Laureate, and I want you to be part of them in any way you want to be part of them. Uh, one of the projects, uh, uh, these, these are heart-centered projects. I wanted to invite everyone. I want to invite everyone in California to be part of these and to just join in on poetry and telling stories. And the first one, uh, one of the first ones was the Sandy Hook event, as you know, that happened. And when I heard about that, I immediately said, well, let's, let's write poems for those beautiful children and beautiful families. Uh, that's what we can do uh, for each other. We can support each other. And we can do that with our words, our kind words, our kind words, our kind flower, our kind fruits and plants our kind words, our kind songs. This is a poem. So I had made a call to, to everyone. And this is one of the poems that came in. And this is a poem by Kiana Lynn Aiko de Rosario, who's eight years old from uh, Northern California. And she wrote this, this poem for uh, the children and families of Sandy Hook. All those who, who felt all that pain, as, which is all of us. It's called Your Music. Rain of tears, drizzle of darkness, splash of sunshine. I like it when you hang around, turn the moon around, a true treat. You are my love of sight. Take a way out. Peace is on the way. Chocolate drizzles, flowers with raindrops, mist covered cotton. Jingle bells, all is calm. Glass clinks on the ground. Glittering stars, the moonlight shines from above. The grass opens like doors for the new town jewels. Isn't that beautiful? Eight years old. So I called on friends to jump in and say, well, let's get this poem out. Let's get these po po poems out. So PoetryFlow.com came to the rescue, and they took these poems and put them on Poem Flow so that you can tap on them on smartphones. <laughs> Imagine that. I, I, you know, I hadn't even thought of it. And, and um, I didn't have a smartphone. Now I got a smartphone, but I don't know how smart it is. But these poems are now available on smartphone, smartphones, uh, a poem flow. And I enjoy that because I get an eight-year-old's poetry out and her most soulful, heartfelt poem out. We encourage her to write. And we have others listening to young people's poetry. And we know that the poetry is there for the healing of a family and many families 
and Newtown and all of us because we all were very hurt by what took place. And yet, when we write about it, it is no longer what it was. It turns into something beautiful and we feel lifted. So that was, that's one of the things I've been doing as laureate of California and your laureate. That's what I'm here for. And another project that I've uh, uh, started is called uh, I Promise Joanna. And Joanna was a pretty little girl in Long Beach. And she got involved in a school fight. And she was hit. And she went home. She was tired. And she didn't wake up. So when I saw that, I said, we got to do something. So I created uh, I Promise Joanna, which we're going to launch at the University of California Riverside next Friday with a lot of fifth graders from the Gluck program, the, the Gluck Fellows program, which is a great program that we have. And they're going to come and they're going to write letters promising Joanna that they're going to do something about the bullying going on. And they're going to make a promise on a letter. And they're going to create a project in school to tell other students and their communities in an assembly or in their classroom that they want to make things change. And this is the poem I wrote to kick it off. Joanna, I promise. You don't know her. She was 10, fifth grade, Long Beach, or here. After school, when all the fights happen, dark brown hair and eyes made of light, one fight, two girls, one lived, one died, one clot in the brain, one, then two. During surgery, wake up, Joanna, wake up. Closed her eyes, closed her eyes, gone now. Little Joanna, gone. Who started it? Who ended it? Where was I? Where were you? Joanna, I promise. Let's all say this. Joanna, I it won't happen again. A big hand for you on this collective poem. So that's what we're doing with this project for our students, for our young ones, as a campaign to add to all the other campaigns through poetry and young people's imaginations and little tender hearts to speak up and to reflect and to make a change. And I also started another project called the, um, let's all say this one, you're gonna like this title. The most incredible, most incredible and biggest, and biggest poem, poem on unity, on unity in, the world. in the world. Cha 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 cha. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the name of this this project is called. So people are sending me poems to UCR on unity, all kinds of poems, all kinds of flavors, all kinds of styles. And I'm going to read you one of one of the ones that have that has come in. Warm, joyful fish. Isn't that fun? 
Isn't that fun? There's no uh, you know, restrictions on how to write it or what to put in there. Unity. Here's another one. Let's all say this one together. Blue jeans. Blue, jeans. Blue, rondo. Blue rondo. Blues highway. Blues highway. There it is. That's kind of, I can see myself riding that highway like that. This one is written by the Inlandia Riverside Creative Writing Workshop, Unity Group Poem Number Three, and Mike Clough is a facilitator. Pierce Boulet, Dinez, Coach Builder, Carlos Cortez, Laurel Cortez, Nan Friedley, Michelle Gonzalez, Joan Corper, Matt Nadelson, Francis Vasquez, May Wagner, and John Zorn wrote this together. See, that's the best part. You want to write a unity poem, you got to write it together. So you're all, I want to encourage you, all of you, want, be, during the conference, to write a poem together. And you can write it about the beautiful things you're doing. Okay? Just, just name the things you're doing. All those the cheese names are excellent. <laughs> so just make a little list of those cheese names, and you could just send that in. Okay? You can do it. You are, you are poets. This is called Listen to the World uh, by the people I named. And then we have one more to go. Unity Poem Project. The most incredible, biggest poem in the world. So we need them to come in. And then I want to put them up on digital billboards across California. And I want to invite you to help me to do it. Okay? I want you to help me to do it. I cannot do it alone. And uh, so any, anything you want to help me with, I'd be very happy. We unite at times, but never talk. To trees anymore. We unite, we untie shoes, but rarely walk. Barefoot on the floor. We run under cover from pelting rain, but rarely enjoy the feel of raindrops on our faces. We hide behind stone walls in dark halls, chanting, forgetting. We are part of the sunshine. Earth, air, water. Okay, all of us, let's do earth, air, water. Earth, air, water. All that is. As the Santana winds howl, they remind us of our being. While our neighborhood watch signs remind us of their being. While groups unite but divide themselves from others. Why can't we all just get along? Rodney's plea echoes our own. But until mankind puts down its weapons and declares war no more, countries may battle. While individuals try to understand one another, and the earth goes round and round. That's the poetry group in the Inlandia Riverside Creative Writing Workshop who wrote this poem together. Let's give them a little hand so they can feel it. Give them a little hand. They got together in their library and they wrote this poem. How beautiful. Like little bees at work. This is the last one. We're going to do this one together. So your voices will flow with these beautiful winds and pollinate the imaginations of everyone as the winds continue to blow with your voices and good feelings. Here it is. Are you ready? Okay. The words rest in my mind like a cat that naps. On my lap. On my lap. Thank you very much. Ah. <laughs>
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Muchas gracias. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.